The Secrets of Disney is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Ladies and gentlemen. What's there, Mama? 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. How do you do? How do you do what? Show me the smile. If you can't say something nice... Don't say nothing at all. Very nice. You can sit by me. Everything's so wonderful. Come on, get up. Come on, get up. Where are we going? Up to Neverland. You must kiss me. Excuse me? Please, princess. One kiss. Unless you beg for more. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of The Secrets of Disney on the Star Quest production network i'm your hostess with the mostest my name is deborah and then joining me is my co-hostess sherry hello and we have just returned well not just it feels like just but not quite from um a wonderful trip to walt disney world and we yes have, it was a lot of fun it was it was a great time the only complaint i had was the the weather but that's because i'm not used <laughs> to heat <laughs> And, you know, and it, it felt a little warm. It felt a little moist most of the time. I say not not just a little. I'm from Hawaii and it was still hot for me on the first few days we were there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I did get a little heat exhaustion one of those days. And I was like, Ugh. so, uh, yeah, September, um, not quite fall weather yet. It's it's still pretty warm. Uh, anyway. Uh, we are going to talk about something we had planned to talk about before we went, and we had technical glitches, so we're going to talk about Fast Passes today. Yay, Fast Passes! And Sherry is a Fast Pass ninja. Like, she's she's <laughs> on it. <laughs> you so, know that now that you've experienced it. Right, right. Like, because there's a couple things you can do and um, while you're in the parks that we'll talk about maybe in a little bit. But um, Sherry was on on top of that. And uh, well, before I first, even... we should talk about how we got our fast passes. Oh, yeah. Cause cause that's, that was that's a deal. key step on <laughs> using fast passes. And, um, go yeah. ahead. No, I was going to say we should probably tell people what a fast pass is just in case we haven't mentioned it before. Yes, go ahead. A fast pass. OK, so Disney has long lines. It's no that's no mystery. Um, but they developed a system about. Oh, 10 years ago, I suppose, where they have a virtual um, queue where you put your, um, I guess, for lack of a better term, name in or your reservation in technically on a um, reservation system. And it holds your place in line for you for um, and you come back and get in a separate line and then go to the front of the line, basically, or near the front of the line. And um, then you don't have to wait in line as long um, for for certain attractions. Like there are certain attractions it's really great for and certain ones that eh, it, it depends. Um, so yeah. so originally fast passes were little paper tickets. You'd have to go with your uh, entrance ticket to these little kiosks and you would go and you'd stick your main gate ticket into that, your park ticket. And it would spit out a little paper that would say, okay, your fast pass is between this time and this time. And it was an, always an hour gap. So you'd go in and depending on how many people got to that little kiosk first for that ride, each 
ride that had a fast pass had its own little machines, uh, it would say, you can return between one o'clock and two o'clock to then, as Deborah said, get into a shorter line and basically walk to the pretty much the front of the line for that ride. Right. And over time, uh, I believe Disneyland has what they call MaxPass now, which is on an app where you can do it digitally, you know, through the app. It, I believe it's $10 a person and you get to reserve your fast passes on your phone. At Disney World, the app, it's called the My Disney Experience app. It is basically the same as MaxPass, except you don't have to pay for it. So you can go on there and reserve your fast passes uh, in advance. So if you're staying at a Disney resort, you can reserve your fast passes digitally 60 days in advance. Uh, if you're in a non-Disney resort, it's 30 days in advance. And you can do it on the computer or on your phone um, with the app. Right. You already have to have tickets. Um, oh, correct. Attached to That's your key. reservation. <laughs> yeah. They won't let you do it um, 60 days in advance if you don't have tickets to the park already purchased for that time frame you're going to be there. Uh, so yes. there's a there's a couple fail safes in there. And um, I know that like uh, the Universal Studios, the, the place we don't talk about very often, they have a very similar system, but they also charge for theirs. Um, a little yes. more and people say it's worth it. But uh, Disney World is going to probably change to a, a um, fee-based program here pretty soon, too. It's, I really hope not. I'd cry. I know. How, being used to the system they have now, I really would cry. I it, would, it would make me very, very sad. Especially since you're paying an arm and a leg for everything already. Why can't they let you have FastPass included? Right. Well, really? And and but anyway, that's a whole nother issue. Huh? And they'll probably have packages that will include like, and, you know, additional like fast pass, you know, max pass. Uh, this and that. As, yeah. As a, as a um, incentive to get, you know, a special ticket package or, or a room package or something like that. So but, you're paying for it in other ways. Right. Um, in any case. So let's talk about how we, we reserved our fast passes. 60 days in advance. Let's go there. Yeah, let's go there because we actually had a plan in place. And this is our, um, our plan was we discussed our priorities beforehand because you have to know something else about FastPass system is that certain parks have certain um, restrictions and not everything has, has this virtual queue. So um, for example, um, some of the shows don't have a virtual queue. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, but I can't think of one right now. Um, but the the um, virtual queue, um, so it's good, for, like Magic Kingdom theme park, all rides are of equal value. So if you get a fast pass for Small World, it's the same as if you get a fast pass for Big Thunder Mountain. So it doesn't matter what kind of ride it is. Um, uh, that's not actually true. Is that? I thought they didn't have a tier no. system. They have a tier. They system? do have a tier system. Um, Peter Pan. Oh, that's right. And Seven Dwarfs Mine Car are on a different tier than the other rides. I I want to say Space Mountain might be on that top tier too, but I actually just think that it's 
Peter Pan and Seven Dwarfs Minecar because those are the very most popular. So you cannot get the two of those in conjunction with each other. Oh, okay. So maybe I was mistaken there because I was thinking that Magic Kingdom didn't have it, a um, tier system. Tier system. I might be wrong. I might be wrong, Actually, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to Google sure. it right now. <laughs> right now. Yeah. But they, they won't let you get those ones together for sure because we couldn't do that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And then when you, when, when I, re- when we reserved it, I ended up getting all the mountains together on the same day. Right. But that's, that's a fast forward. Let's, let's go a- back to, we had a plan. We had a plan. We knew what priorities we, we wanted to do. Yes. And there, like I said, there's a tier system for the park. So um, like in, okay, so one of the unfair ones that we kind of whine about is uh, <laughs> Disney Hollywood Studios has a tiered system where pretty much all of the cool rides are tier one and you only get to choose one. And then kind of the yeah. lame, I shouldn't say lame because there's some nice <laughs> attractions, but the, the so less Some people like them. Yes. The, My husband loves the Beauty and the Beast show. Oh, yeah. So the, you get two of the of the tier two, which would be like Muppet Vision and Indiana Jones and Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid, but not Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, Slinky Dog Dash, or um, I want to say Swirling Saucers. Is that a tier one? I want to say it is. Tier two. Oh, no. You know what? It's. I believe it's currently tier one. My guess is it's going to drop to tier two because it is not that popular. And Oh, and Toy Story Mania. Yeah. So all of the really popular yeah. ones, you get to choose one. So choose wisely. And most people choose um, <laughs> Slinky Dog Dash. Like, right now, because it's super popular. It's super popular. It's probably um, one of the better rides at Walt Disney or at studios right now. Um, and then um, like Epcot has tiers as well. So Soaring is like the most popular ride at Epcot right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, Frozen. and Frozen, Frozen Ever After, if you want to go see that, that's also hard to get. And then if you go to Animal Kingdom, like Avatar is the number one. Number one. Yeah. And then. And Everest. And Everest. And uh, I don't think, actually, I don't think Animal Kingdom has a tier system. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I believe Pandora and Everest are on tier uh, one. Okay. I want to say Safari might be, but I'd have to look it up myself. I just. The system is set up so that, so when you're planning your fast passes, you should find out, and there's many, many websites that list what the different tiers are, and they change them. Disney just changed them, I believe, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe Deborah's right in that Magic Kingdom has no tier. Uh, I know initially uh, Seven Dwarfs and Peter Pan were on a separate tier, but maybe they changed that. Uh, so you should go back and check. There's a lot of websites out there that post it and stay up to date. I want to say that's their kind of like their job, serious hobby. Uh, but in any case, so when you plan your fast passes, you can reserve them, as I said before, 60 days in advance if you stay on a, in a Disney resort. And so what Deborah and I did is we called each other and we sat down and we said, okay, these are the days we want to go to these parks and you have to decide because it'll only allow you to reserve fast passes in one resort. You can reserve up to three in advance uh, and, but they all have to be in the same 
park. Mm -hmm. If you have a hopper ticket, once you use those three, you can then choose a fast pass for a different park. Right. But initially you have to choose one park and reserve your fast passes. My recommendation is, is you go online. Um, there's a bunch of websites again that tell you which parks have extra magic hours and which ones don't. Uh, if you choose a park that has extra magic hours in the morning, it will be more crowded because the resort guests will be allowed to come into the park one hour early. And so a lot of them do because it is less crowded without the general public there. So just know that, hey, I want to go to this park, but it'll be more crowded. You might choose just because that park has extra magic hours in the morning to go to a different park. Um so just something to keep in mind as you reserve your fast passes. Uh, but as Deborah and I were working through it, we decided, okay, we're going to go to these parks on these days. And then we sat down and looked at the tiers and said, okay, these are the rides in order of preference that we would like to get. Because as you go in there and make your reservations, your fast pass reservations, they will disappear. We went on and before my eyes, <laughs> time slots were disappearing. Yeah. Like I'd go in and I'd try to shuffle and then I'd go back and it's like, oh my gosh, I thought that these time slots were available and they are no longer available. So, and rides, rides that had time slots, gone. Yeah. So, well, um, you should also know, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say that, so I uh, we got up at uh, the... Um, Crack of dawn. The crack of dawn. Well, I got up at the crack of dawn because the the system opens at seven a.m. Eastern Standard Time for everybody. Yes. So if you're coming in like you know sixty days from the the sixty day mark, your your window opens, and everybody who's coming in on that sixty day mark, it's like it's like a race. It's it literally, literally. is like people are getting up at the crack of dawn to go onto the system and snag what they can get. And it is like, it's like Black Friday shopping. It's like, oh, there's one on the <laughs> shelf. Oh no, they got it. So, That's a good analogy. <laughs> and Sherry Fair was up. up, it was like one or two in the morning. I didn't even go to sleep. Yeah, I stayed up yeah. to wait. Yeah, but it, and it took us a, a, to book eight days worth of fast passes. Um, it took us 23 minutes. I timed it. Yes. And we... So we coordinated, we called each other um, via Skype uh, to talk to each other while we were reserving the fast passes. And to prevent any overlap, we pre-decided, okay, Deborah is going to do these days, reserve fast passes, and I would reserve fast passes for these other days and these other parks so that we could work together at the same time to reserve fast passes. Right. And it actually helped us. It it helped us and it worked, but it could cause a lot of confusion. So most of the times when I travel with my family, I'm the one that does all the fast pass reservations, even if like my parents, my siblings and all their kids come, I reserve for a group of 12 uh, versus this time, Deborah and I work together and we reserved everything together yep. but it did take coordination yes and 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 like i said and, and communication you know it was yes like, um 
And, you know, Sherry had a great idea and it's, it's, you know, one of those, um, hacks, I guess you could say a tip, which is <laughs> you start backwards from the last day of your vacation and, and move backwards because, you know, you figure you'll, you'll have more selection at the end of your trip than at the beginning of your trip. Um, because of the, yeah. the opening window for your first day of your trip. So, right. you know, so people who are only staying at the parks three days as opposed to eight days, you know, they'll they'll work on those three days. You know, maybe we're all coming in on the on the 10th. And so they're working on, you know, 10th, 11th, 12th. And we can go and go, hey, we, we're staying till the 18th and we'll work 18th, 17th, 16th backwards that way and hope for the best. But, right. So so just to clarify, what Deborah is saying is from the very first date of your visit, that's when they they set the 60-day mark, um, and you can reserve through your entire trip. Mm -hmm. So you can reserve, you know, up to, if you stay two weeks, by golly, you can reserve fast passes for the last day of your two-week trip. And I think that's, um, uh, that's the cutoff, mm -hmm. too, is like, if you, um, because this is a little known fact, is that you can't just check into Disney for a month and stay there under one reservation the whole time. You actually get... Um, 14 days max, and then you have to start a new reservation. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And so two weeks is the is the maximum for um, anybody who's planning a trip um, on one mm -hmm. single reservation. So if I wanted to do a, um, you know, four months at Disney, and people do that because they'll stay at, at Fort Wilderness for four months at a time, you know, the snowbird people, and um, wow. and they have to do a series of um, reservations, reservations and, and, you know, and they coordinate all that saying that this, this is what they call a continuing reservation, meaning they're going to try to keep you in the same room or spot or place that you want to be without, you know, moving you to a different room. They can't guarantee it, but they, they try to. So that's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, a little, a little, uh, all right. Weirdness. So, yeah. So you, when you reserve your fast passes on the system, you log in, and if you use the My Disney Experience app, um, there's a little icon on your phone. I would personally recommend doing it on your computer because it's bigger. You have a bigger screen. You can see a bigger list. Uh, it's a lot easier to choose and select things. Uh, but you can do it either way. Uh, when you do it, you click. It says there's a little icon that says Fast Pass. You click on that icon. And then it asks you which park, or sorry, which day, which day you want to select passes, passes for, and then which park. And, and also, once you click the park, and also oh, you sorry, have to ahead. choose your, your party, like who are you taking with you? Oh, right, right. The party size. Right. Um, and so it, in advance, you need to link accounts. So Deborah and I have separate My Disney Experience accounts. So we had to link them so we could reserve fast passes for each other. Right. Um, and so you go in there, you select all these things, and then it pops up a list of the different rides that are available and the different times. And you just have to select, you know, which one you want, and then it reserves it for you. And then it goes and says, okay, do you want to do another one? And then you do the same thing. Um, as a little trick uh, that I use is I, ma I make sure I get all the rides that I want at the best times I can. Once you do that, you can go back and at the top of the Fast Pass reservation area, 
it actually allows you to choose a specific time. So let's say you get a fast pass at 10 o'clock. Your window is from 10 to 11. They will not let you reserve another fast pass till after 11. But the initial system might say, oh, an ideal time for your next fast pass is 1130. So after you get all your three, what I do is I go back and I choose the ride and I choose the specific time I'm looking for. So let's say 11 o'clock so that it can be right after my first one. A lot of times it will pop it up. So it take it, it's worth your while to go back and manually do it. Don't just trust the system to say, oh, these are the best ones that are available. Um, because the system is also set up to spread you out and to make it so that all the guests can, you know, do whatever and have as much time in between. But you can go back and adjust it uh, so that you can have a more ideal fast pass setting. So like I reserved um, Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain, which are right next to each other on the same day. Well, we booked one and then the other one right after so that once we got off of one, we could just walk right onto the other one. Yeah. Um, well, and given, so given just a that, tip and trick. Yeah. The, there's some wait time involved in there slightly. Sometimes it just depends on how you plan it. Like, yes. Yeah. Like you go to the at the end of one window for a fat Splash Mountain and then do that right and then your other window opens. But, okay, mm-hmm. so this is where uh, Sherry's ninja skills really were um, <laughs> were impressive, which is, okay, so after you used all three of your fast passes for that day, then then it's like game on because now you can ride as many fast passes as um, as you can, basically. As a, as but available. you can only reserve one at a time. One at a time. So, Keep that in mind. You so as soon as you like scan your little magic band and it goes ding and you go in and you're standing in the little tiny queue line f- with your fast pass, you get on your phone and you start looking for your next ride. <laughs> and Sherry was like, got it. And, you know, within a, two minutes, it's booked for whatever ride just happened to be available, you know, within the next hour. Yes. And usually they were Uh, good rides. I mean, there wasn't one that was like, oh, no, we can't find one. (laughs) Well, you know, I I appreciate that uh, that Deborah calls me a fast pass ninja. Um, I actually know some other people that are better uh, because usually I go on as soon as we get in and I take whatever ride is available on the fast pass uh, just because... I like to talk to my friends or my family while we're waiting in line. I don't want to be looking at my phone all the time. So we scan our fast pass, or sorry, our magic bands and use our last fast passes. And then I go, we go in line and I look and whatever is available, I just take uh, with the best time, best ride that, you know, we would like to ride. I know people that if they stand there and refresh and refresh and refresh, And almost always, not always, I shouldn't say that, don't get your hopes up, but a lot of the times people will let go of their fast passes for good rides uh, because something else came up with their plan. So I know people who stand there and refresh and refresh and refresh to literally get the best rides available over and over again like yeah like one of the like the gold the gold standard at magic kingdom is if one of the following two rides open up which is um 
Seven Dwarfs Mine Car Ride, which is kind of a, a roller coaster. And then the other one is Peter Pan's Flight. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, yes. I hit the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. So, pretty much. Or Frozen at Epcot. Or Frozen. Or, uh, yeah. And, and then um, uh, Toy Story Mania or Slinky Dog Dash at um, Studios. And Avatar at Animal Kingdom. Those are like the gold yes. standard. If you get a fast pass for this ride, you're doing very, very well. Right. And so people will stand there, refresh, 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 hoping that one of those come up. And it happened to us once yeah. on our, our trip. I was able to get frozen. Oh, that's uh, right. Even though previously I had gotten Soren. But we used that. We used our other ones. And then I happened to go on and it was like, oh, my gosh, frozen. And I took it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh, just take it because this is a gold standard. Even though the ride itself, honestly, is not it's, that exciting or great. Well, and it's, it's really... <laughs> but I couldn't help myself. Yeah, well, and it's a cute ride, but it it's a cute ride for your little Frozen fans. So, because yes. it's not a fast-moving ride, it's a boat ride, kind of like it's a small world, only it's Frozen-themed. Uh, and, you know, there's some cute elements to it and some really amazing um, animatronics. And, um, of course, they do the whole let it go scene in there and then everybody's singing along in the boat and it's it's really lovely. <laughs> and, but the uh, that fast, or the, the regular queue line for that attraction on a good day, 45 minutes to an hour. On a really bad day, three to four hours. So it's yeah, really, it. and I would never wait more than 45 minutes for that attraction. And that's just me being honest. I don't know that I would wait 20 minutes for that attraction. <laughs> the, like I'm willing to wait longer than you in general for a ride, but that one, 20 minutes maybe. Yeah, it's it's cute. It's not like blow your hair back. Phenomenal. <laughs> So, so, yeah, um, but the, the other thing about that in Epcot, and this is good for June, July, August, and September, is that the queue for that ride is entirely inside and air-conditioned. And so if you want to get out of the heat for an hour, you know, knock yourself out because that's probably some of the better AC you're going to get. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Very, very true. But it, is, it oh. was, yeah, it was, um, it was good. I'm trying to it think. It was a good trip. Yeah. yeah. And we should talk a, a little bit. Okay. So, yes, you don't have to do fast passes. You don't. You don't. Um, you can go stand in the standby queue. And sometimes it makes that, you know, certain standby queues, like you don't need a fast pass for it. It's the yes. under 20 minutes. That's that's pretty much. You're doing a, good. You're, you're doing good. And here's the, you know, okay. So, you know how airline they kind of give you like, oh, you're going to arrive at 3.15, but in actuality, their flight plan lasts, you know, it's like 20 minutes earlier. They kind of give themselves like a 20-minute grace period for whatever, you know, oh, hey, look, we got you here early, but that was actually the plan all along. Disney does the same with their fast pass queue. So they'll say, oh, the, the line is 30 minutes. Well, it's probably only 20, 25. Very rarely yes. is it exactly what it was posted to be. Yes, my husband, he, when we went in April, he timed it on his watch. Every single time we got in a line, he timed it. And every single time it was shorter. I would say probably between five to seven minutes shorter. The most was about 15 minutes shorter than what was posted. Uh, so we never had to wait as long as they said. Now, we don't want you to go and get in line and be like, 
oh, it says 40 minutes. It's only going to be 30 minutes. And then come back and be really angry at us. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's not what we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. But we're also trying to say, hey, you don't need fast passes. Don't get scared if the line says 40 minutes. Right. You know, it it might be worth it to get in line uh, because it it'll it might be faster because it says 40 a lot of other people won't get in that line right and so it'll ultimately get shorter just because of that uh so just don't get scared of of the wait times and you can use the my disney experience app uh if you have a smartphone we actually had a friend join us that does not have a smartphone i know who does not so have she a smartphone could not <laughs> yeah look on her my disney experience app for wait times and it'll show you it'll show you on the app uh the wait times for all the rides um, as of that moment. It's it's very good. If you actually stand there and watch it, which I don't recommend because you're there to have fun and look around and enjoy the parks. But if you feel so inclined, you can stand there and look at the app and you can see the times change as they change on the signs. So yeah. it is up to date, very up to date. And and on the that same note of, uh, posted wait times. There are certain wait times that uh, Disney uses to to theme with the ride. And the one I'm thinking about is Tower Terror. They will put on there the lowest wait is actually usually 13 minutes. You know, 13, and that usually signifies it's less than 10. So if you see, yes, it almost walk on actually. Right by the time you walk through the queue, you're like at the at the line. Right in there. Right. Yep. Right. You're you're right in front, and then um. Another one is, um, I want to say anything on Peter Pan's flight in Magic Kingdom, 20 minutes, it's almost, you know, like a five minute wait. I've never, I've never seen anything, you know, um, 20 minutes is usually not 20 minutes for, for that, for whatever reason, it always seems to default to 20 minutes for that one. Oh, and, um, for Peter Pan. Yeah. And Haunted Mansion is also a, a 13, well, no, I've seen it at 10. But sometimes you'll see a 13-minute wait yeah. for Haunted Mansion, and it, it usually is like Tower of Terror. Kind walk of on. Walk on. By the time you get through the queue, you're getting on your, yeah. your Doom buggy. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's We some... got a ride on Tower of Terror on a basically an open elevator. Right. Oh. And yes, yes, you all heard me correctly. Even though in one of the podcasts we said that Tower of Terror was my least favorite ride, I went on Tower of Terror and... Deborah didn't believe me. Yeah, <laughs> I got there a day before her, and I texted a picture of me on Tower of Terror, and she was like, "What? What? I does can't not... comprehend this picture." <laughs> I said, "Does not compute it. What picture am I looking at?" And then I was like, "Oh man, you went on without me." <laughs> and um, and the funny thing is, this is the picture. This is hysterical. So. Sherry was apparently screaming very, um, very emotive, um, emoting a lot on Tower of Terror. So there is like one older gentleman next to her staring intently at her while while the picture was being taken. Like, And I'm pretty sure he was laughing. Yeah, he was laughing. Like he was and he staring was kinda, and laughing at me. He was kind of giving you the weird laughing side eye. <laughs> Oh, it was it was actually really funny. Yeah, it, it was. was really really good. <laughs> so so we got we got Sherry on Tower Terror not just once but twice. 
and um and she went once without me so it was like wow she went by herself awesome i didn't have to i should say that the first time i went on um it, it took me probably about 15 to 20 minutes to recover like i came out my heart was racing i had to sit down wow i had to sit down um Probably the coffee I drank right before didn't help <laughs> because my heart was already racing. But that's not the point. The point is that I came off of Tower of Terror alive and it took me 15 to 20 minutes to recover. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm really sorry. I have to go. Yes, of course. And, uh, and, and we're, we have a lot more things to discuss in future episodes. So uh, you've been yes. listening to the Disney uh, Secrets of Disney on the Star Quest Production Network. To find links from this discussion, uh, for this discussion, uh, and to find our previous episodes, and to see it send feedback, please visit sqpn.com backslash Disney. You can email us at Disney at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on um, social medias like Facebook uh, backslash uh, StarQuest Media or on Twitter at sqpn. I'm Deborah Shaben. I'm Sherry Tamamoto. And thank you again for joining us for this episode of Secrets of Disney on StarQuest. Ta-ta for now. <laughs>